This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show, which is recorded live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Radio Show is being brought to you by The Barbecue Guru, the original creators of automatic temperature control devices, now offering four different models for you to choose from. Rest easy knowing that The Barbecue Guru is controlling your temperature so you can get on with your life. Visit bbqguru.com or call 800-288-GURU for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between, also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at tastylicksbbq.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Located in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers is a family-owned and operated business looking to service the great folks of the barbecue and grilling world. Get free shipping and big discounts by mentioning my name and the term Barbecue Brother. Check out their inventory by visiting stephendefranco.com. And by Butcher Barbecue. With 30 years of experience in retail, wholesale, meat markets, food service, and customer service. Using that experience, everything they do and sell at Butcher's Barbecue comes from real-world knowledge. Check out their award-winning spices, sauces, marinades, and injections by visiting ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. And by iGrill. The iGrill is a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that allows you to monitor the temperature of your food and smoker or grill from up to 200 feet away. Using the free iGrill app for your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices, you can set preferred temperatures, and your smart device will alert you when it's ready. It's perfect for cooking steaks to perfection or low and slow smokers overnight. Head to iGrillInc.com to learn more. And by Barbecuer's Delight Wood Pellets, the barbecue wood pellet choice of competition cooks and backyard hacks just like me. The perfect blend of two-thirds oak and one-third flavor wood gives you that right BTU burn and flavor that you're looking to get all over your meat with smoky goodness. Visit bbqrsdelight.com. And by Arno Smokers, a custom pit builder using innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge offset and vault-style barbecue pits. Located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth, Granberry has been the home to Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning both on the design level and the quality of craftsmanship to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Please get in contact with Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E underscore R-O smokers at yahoo.com or Tony at Tony underscore R-O smokers at yahoo.com or visit their main website, R, the letter N, the letter O, R-N-O smokers.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, discover something you're really going to love, cooking with pellets. Green Mountain Grills are widely available across the country. Top-of-the-line manufacturing, but not the highest in price. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to get started on your pellet adventure today. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
Hey, good evening, and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is uh, rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday live fire outdoor cooking and grilling show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, more than happy to have you do it. It's a toll-free phone call, 877-448-0433. You can also email the show if you want to. Greg at the BBQ Central Show. Everything else you want to find out about the show, anything at all, please visit the website and inquire with ferocity and ingenious ingenuity. The BBQ Central Show. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, the BBQ Central Show dot com. And here's what's happening on the show tonight. Coming up in about 13 minutes from now, one of the most um, well-respected, hotly anticipated, and revered guests on this show, creator of the amazing Ribs website, Meathead, will join us about 914 and also at 935. Also, in the uh, we'll move to the second hour. Another crowd favorite, uh, one that I would term a barbecue icon, was on the show uh, really not that long ago. Happy to have him back. Uh, Multiple-time author, TV host, cooking class instructor, all-around great guy in Central Light. Stephen Reichlin joins us as well. And coming up around 1035, Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue will stop by. Uh, Tim amidst one of the most hellacious win streaks in recent KCBS memory. He has five wins in a row on his total. So we're going to talk to him a little bit, see what's working well, what flavors are hitting, maybe what flavors aren't hitting. Tim obviously talking with a lot of the top teams as he travels around the country. So we get some insight from him. I know we kind of did that the last time he was on a number of months ago. Uh, so always love to sit down and talk to the team that is ranked number one in the KCBS right now, Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue. All right, uh, blast off an email right now if you could, or make a Facebook post, or get up on the Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, whatever you like, and let everybody know that you know the show that you know and love that talks about live fire cooking and grilling. The Barbecue Central Show is on right now. A couple of links that I want you to tweet or Facebook or email out. Uh, one is the video feed, OutdoorCookingChannel.com. That's OutdoorCookingChannel.com. The second one is the audio feed, which can be found explicitly at our website, TheBBQCentralShow.com. And then you can also listen to this show through your smartphone or your smart device or tablet or whatever. If you go to whatever app store that you're in, a Google Play store for the Android devices or the uh, Apple iPhone store or whatever they call Maybe even something for the BlackBerry. Get the TuneIn Radio app, T-U-N-E-I-N, TuneIn Radio app. Search Barbecue Central, and then you should see it show right up there. Subscribe, make it a favorite, and then you can listen to the show pretty much wherever you are. If you're not in front of a computer or whatever, you can listen right there on your smart device, hook it up to a Bluetooth car, and it's just like you're listening to the regular radios. you tool down the road. And, of course, the last way that you can consume the show, which is growing in a lot of popularity, is the Roku device. I was just hearing a huge show that broadcasts here locally from 3 to 7, talk about how all they do is uh, they love Roku and uh, they're always watching Roku. Good night. Um, 
Always watching Roku all the time, so you can get this show on Roku as well. All you have to do is go to the Roku App Store, download our Outdoor Cooking Channel app, and then uh, all the archives of the show first listed uh, after the live stream option. So I believe it says Watch Now or something along those lines. So just click it right now if you have Roku and you're sitting on the television, you're listening to me through your phone, you'd rather watch it on television, do it that way. Very fun. Very fun to consume the show that way. Number of you asking... Through emails, through secret calls and channels, this question. What is going on with that Brad Orison fellow? Get that big stuff out of here. What can I tell you? What do you want to know? What, do you, what would you want the answer to be? I think that might be uh, more the, the question that everybody should want to have answered. What do you want to have happen? What do you think happened? Something like that. Hey, look, here's the deal. Sometimes you book a guy who in real life, like person-to-person live, live action as Turtle Man would say, great guy, life of the party, charisma and personality coming out the butthole, take his shirt off for you literally and give it to you if you needed it, potentially uh, get your back in a fisticuffs type of situation, get out of the in-person type thing, well, you know, a lot of things take precedence, like, you know, two weeks ago, his kid fell in the river in Mississippi. You know, in Mississippi, people fall in rivers. You know, happens. It doesn't happen here or anywhere else I've known ever. But in Mississippi, people fall in rivers. You know, just happens. Last week, he owned up to it. He's like, dude, just forgot. Hey, who cares about the biggest, baddest radio show that talks about barbecue and grilling ever? <laughs> Not him. So why should I? That's why, folks, I am here to tell you that the show was over. Good night, folks. We're packing it in, ladies and gentlemen. We're going. We're out of here. And, uh, you know, good night. All right. We're, we're going to pack it up. Uh, I want to thank everybody that showed up tonight. Uh, no game shows, no nothing, no giveaways. We're going to call it a life. Of course, I'm just kidding. It's really not. Maybe or maybe not. I know. Secretly, uh, the man in the chat room also emailed this to me last week, but he put it out for public consumption just now. Three words. Hemp's versus the ramps. And guess what? Uh... I don't win. Oh, no! We suck again! What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hemp's versus the reps. Oh, no! We suck again! Get that big stuff out of here. That mantra, that mantra is for Cleveland Browns fans everywhere. Oh, no, we suck again. And you have a good preseason out here in Cleveland. You forget about how bad you've sucked for the last 20 years, and you think you're going right back to the Saturn. We're going right back to the Super Bowl, ladies, because we've never been there. Has anybody seen the show Deep Fried Masters? Look, I know we talk a lot on this show about how has uh, ha- have we seen the final bastardizations and, and reruns and options of bacon. But have we seen the final reruns and bastardizations and runoffs and spinoffs and one-offs of all of these contest shows? Deep-fried masters. I want to say deep-fried bastards. 
I mean, these people are deep frying everything, the likes of which you can't believe. And now it's got its own show. There is a deep fried festival, I believe, that takes place out in the San Diego area. I'm going to have to ask Sam the Cooking Guy about it next week uh, when we're on. They do every, fried everything out there. If you can think of I don't think you're allowed to show up if you're a vendor if you're not frying some sort of something or other in a bunch of big, lard fat. They don't. It's there all the time. I haven't watched it like in depth, intently, deep fried masters, but I mean, you know, as a nation, a nation who is indescribably out of shape and fat as a nation. I don't know if we need to have shows, deep fried masters, showing how great it is to deep fry everything on the face of the earth. That's really not helping anybody out. I mean, me not running every day isn't helping me out, but I'm also not going and eating everything deep fried. I mean, I I do have some uh, idea of my mortality. But if I'm not going to do one, I'm certainly not going to go ahead and do the other. One hand washes the other, right? Absolutely. All right. Uh, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Uh, we got three giveaways tonight that we're going to be doing. We've got an, another gift pack from uh, Ted Daygill. We have a $20 gift certificate uh, bumped up by $10. A $20 gift certificate from the Barbecue Superstore. Uh, Jim Elser giving away a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q Juice. And then don't forget, some point, tell everybody you know... At some point during the show, we're going to be giving away a pit barrel cooker as we play the game Winery or Rehab. Uh, you will call in when I designate it. You won't know when that'll be. And then I will. Uh, you'll have to answer two questions in a row correctly, and you have to answer within five seconds. You can't be Googling or anything like that. I'll hang right up on it. This is a $300 grill we're talking about. This is serious money. You also have to like pit barrel cookers to be eligible on the Facebook. So uh, during the break, go ahead and hit up Facebook, type in pit barrel CO, pit barrel company, a pit barrel cooker company, and like them so you will be eligible to win the pit barrel cooker whenever that happens during the show. And we're doing it for two more weeks after this week. Friends, let me talk to you quickly about uh, Stephen DeFranco from Stephen DeFranco Jewelers in beautiful downtown Willoughby, Ohio. Well, I guess more in the business district. For weeks and weeks, I've been talking to you about, you know, if you have a need for some type of jewelry and you don't want to have to go around and around dealing with chain stores and all of this stuff, watch out. Um, I've lost my train of thought. You want to deal with somebody who has your best interest at heart. You know, they don't have a sales team trying to talk you into something that isn't going to fit your budget. Maybe it's going to fit your vision of how you want to make somebody feel. They're more or less along for the ride, and they are merely lending their arrows out of the knowledge quiver to help you answer and get to the final destination of whatever it is you're looking for. If it's watches, they can engrave. They can uh, give batteries for life. You get two years of extra warranty that you wouldn't normally get from any other cooker <clears throat> or watch. Earrings, Venetian glass jewelry, uh, wooden artisan bowls, not pot bowls regular bowls that you would eat out of. But you probably wouldn't eat out of these because they're very nice and very expensive. You have to call Steve and tell him I told you to call him directly. 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. Somebody answers the phone and he doesn't say, this is Steve. Ask for Steve. Tell him you're Centralite. Tell him you listen to the show once a week on Tuesdays and then in replay every other minute of the day after that. 
and say, hey, I was looking through the website, I saw something I like, what can you do for me? Watch the dollars fall off, but watch the service level tick up five, six, seven notches. I buy all of my wife's jewelry from Stephen DeFranco. I am not getting a better discount than you would if you would call. So what are you wasting your time for? Don't you want to save money? Don't you want to be treated like a human being instead of like a number and talked into stuff that you don't need? <laughs> Poppycosh. Poppycock. Cock. 440-943-2700 or visit stephendefranco.com. That's D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O. Uh, we will be back with Meathead right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. We're back, 877-448-0433. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Those are your two ways to get in touch with me, should you see fit. Uh, joining me tonight, a man who is uh, undoubtedly running one of the more popular websites out there on the Internet. If you have never visited before, quite frankly, not only are you doing yourself a disservice, you're probably doing your friends and family a disservice as well. Let's race over the hotline and welcome monthly guest Meathead joining or should I say, uh, welcome, chef? Should I say, chef? I'm not a chef, but I play one on the internet. Do you think it is crass of chefs? You know, just name any chef, I guess. You, know, you go through the culinary school thing. You do all this stuff. Do you have to be? Should you expect to be addressed as chef in a restaurant or something like that? Are we really holding ourselves in high regard? Boy, that's a really interesting question. You know, it's a title like um, coach. Uh, I got a friend who's a high school football coach, and I call him coach. I got another friend who's a fire department captain. I call him captain. I guess it's an honorific, but, uh, yeah, I, your point's well taken. Um, uh, do they deserve to be called chef every time we bump into them? I won't let anybody call me a chef. Is it is it even overstretching even more if they say address me as chef? Now are well, we talking the, about a whole new level of look at me? Well, in the kitchen, there is a semi-militaristic atmosphere. I've been in. Uh, I, I actually staged in a French kitchen when I was uh, years ago. I won't say when. Um, and uh, it's it's a there's a no screwing around. I mean, to get that food out on time. To get the entree and the uh, vegetables and everything out on time, there's no screwing around. So I, I guess having a somebody like Sarge uh, makes some sense. All right. Nevertheless, that's nothing we had uh, on topic to tonight. So I'm glad no. you wore the hat so we could address that for the masses. <laughs> tonight, the big topic is tailgating. Obviously, we're a number of weeks into both the collegiate, uh, two weeks now just passed into the NFL football season. I mean, I guess people could tailgate at NBA games, uh, although that you know it's typically kind of in the winter months. Uh, but it's most related to 
football season and tailgating seem to go hand in hand. So, you know, why can you tell us a little bit about the tailgating and then obviously we'll, we'll get people on par with what they should have and, and gear they might want to consider to make sure their tailgating game is at an optimum. <laughs> well, you know, it's too bad you don't have a football team in Cleveland. Um, oh, you uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't, by the way. We d- did you know? Did you hear our new motto? This is our new motto. Oh, no! We suck again! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I heard it earlier in the show. Um, you know, it's like being a Cubs fan. Um you know, if you're going to tailgate, my advice, I, I like to get there early. I like to do breakfast. I like to do lunch just before the game. And I'm not going to fight the traffic. I like to do um, dinner after the game. So I'm doing all three meals. Um, but I really like to keep it simple. I mean, for breakfast, it's just an omelet. For lunch, um, um, maybe some sort of uh, steaks or something like that. Uh, you you want to keep it simple. You don't want to get too crazy. You want to do as much prep as you can in advance, like for the eggs. I'll make the eggs. I got fresh herbs in the garden. I'll whoop them all up and put them in a jar and take the jar with me rather than cracking eggs on scene. Um, you want to have a checklist. I've got a checklist up on my website of what I do. And I've tried to expand it. I've asked my readers to add to it. So it's a starting place. Uh, you know, a lot of your audience, these guys are competition cooks. They know how to travel and how to cook on the road. But if, if that's not you, if you um, are doing the competition, uh, the uh, the tailgating thing, you need a checklist. you got to go down that checklist. Otherwise, you're going to forget the tickets or the garbage can. Um, little stuff like two pairs of tongs, one for raw meat, one for cooked meat. Um, but what, one of the things I wanted to touch base with you today is, is there's a couple of tailgate cookers that I have been playing with that I'm really excited about, really fond of. Oh, look, you found my list. I'm pretty knowledgeable. I didn't even send that to you. No, I found it all on the internet. Did you know you have a really great website? You should check it out sometime. (laughs) I had to pull it up on my screen. I had to Google it on my own website. This is a pretty Um, extensive list. It's pretty extensive, but it, you know, you print it out and you can cross out what you don't want. And take, you know, it's got pots and pans, paper cups and plates, paper towels. Bring your phone, rain gear, ponchos, umbrellas, baseball caps, salt, pepper stuff. And, you know, it's just a checklist. It's a reminder. You can start there. You can copy it and paste it into your own Word document. Right. It's a good start. Um, and uh, I think a checklist is important, and then you can decide what you're going to cook. I don't think going crazy like doing. Ribs. Now, I've seen people put them on uh, as they head towards the game to hope that they're ready after the game. Oh. But, you know, there's people wandering that parking lot who couldn't get tickets. Yeah. And <laughs> they're going to smell your ribs, and they're not going to be waiting for you when you come out of the game. So I just like to keep it simple. Um, I sent you pictures of two, uh, both extremes. The um, What I consider the ultimate tailgate, uh, the Go Galley. And I don't know how many of you guys have seen this thing, but uh, can, you got the pics, Andy? Can you I throw do. up some? Uh, yep. There it is. Th- now, this, this, this looks like just a regular old backyard gas grill. But um, uh, on the right, there's a little cabinet. Um, um, you can see that it's got wings that pop up for prep area. And on the left is a, is, is a, is a wing with a hole in it for garbage. Oh, you're having fun there. 
Um, but yeah, I, I wish I could point with my mouse. But on the right-hand side, that's a gas smoker. And it's the best gas smoker I've ever seen, even among the standalones. It's insulated. It's got good temperature control. Um, it's a very good gas grill, nothing spectacular. And on the left is a massive, what where that big pot is, yep. is a massive gas burner. Big enough to do um, a fried turkey or just huge pots of crawfish. Um, uh, it is a serious big gas burner, and then there's some storage underneath. Let's see. Let's see the next picture here, because the way you get it to the game is really cool. It has a hydraulic lift, not hydraulic. It has a mechanical lift. Yeah, it it, it actually attaches to your um, uh, trailer hitch. And then it has built in underneath the grill a motor winch that lifts the whole thing off the ground. There it is. And that it's hard to see, but there's like a, a cable that runs in there. Yep. And it lifts the whole bloody thing off the ground. And once it's off the ground, you can pull the wheels off real easily. It rides a little low to the ground, so you don't want to be hitting those speed bumps at high speed. But the whole bloody darn thing lifts off the ground. And goes with you to the game. Show me the next slide. All right. Uh, how about this one? Okay, that, that that's the unit attached to the uh, vehicle. And the next one? How about this? And there it is. All, all unfurled in its glory. Uh, the frying pan on the burner. Uh, I don't have anything on the grill yet. Uh, but, I mean, if you're going to do all three meals, which uh, is, is what I like to do, um, uh, and this is at Soldier Field. Get there early, and uh, uh, there we're, we're making breakfast, uh, uh, roasting some peppers, and going to make uh, eggs and peppers. And uh, it, it's just a, it, it, and it, it can sit in your backyard and be your frontline gas grill. Are you now, worried? Are, are you go worried ahead. at all once you have it up and you have it running, and then you go retreat back into the game? I mean, are you worried at all that somebody might try and, and make away with it? No, because it um, actually I didn't send the, the picture, but it is attached to your trailer hitch, and there's a locking mechanism. All right. So it locks onto your trailer hitch. So it'd be pretty hard to get it loose. Got it. Very clever device. Um, it's Go Galley, and it's not in stores. They're selling them direct on the internet. Um, there's a guy named Dave Liana, I think, who runs it. It's just a, you know a small couple of guys came up with this crazy idea and put the thing together, and it works. Um, they sent me a demo, um, and uh, I used it for about a year and then gave it to my nephew, who goes to a lot more games than I do. And uh, it's just a fun tool. Any price uh, points on that that you can that you know of off the top of your head? Points? Price points. You mean, price point. Uh, you broke up. Price point. Price point. I think it's around two, 2000 I'm not sure. Um, so for everything uh, that it has in it, the cooker, the the garbage can thing, the grill, the 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 big fryer burner. I mean, is it worth two thousand dollars if you're a big uh, if you're a big person that uh, likes the tailgating or maybe does well, some catering or whatever? I don't think it's cheap. It may not be a bargain, but you've got a gas smoker which produce, can produce tasty food. I mean, most restaurants use gas smokers nowadays. Sure, yeah. Um, it's got a, a four burner gas grill. Which you pay, you know, five hundred more for a quality one, five hundred to a thousand, 
and then it's got the lift system. Um, you know, I, I just think for if you're serious about cooking at a tailgating party, this is a pretty good machine for it. If you don't have a competition tailgate, you know, trailer rig. Do you see uh, competition barbecue rigs like in the in the Soldier Field and stuff? Do you see something like that that you would see at a KCBS contest or something along those lines? I don't see the competition rigs that I, I went and I, I, I wander around. In fact, I plan to go down there one day and just spend the whole day looking at the setups. But I've seen some big rigs. I've seen um, trailer mounted rigs, you know, the big. Uh, um, I, I don't think I've ever seen, um, you know, the top end rigs, but I've seen um, catering type rigs uh, uh, capable of doing a whole hog and stuff. Uh, I, I don't know about other towns but you know how people are they go to these games and they want a party and they'll get there early and they'll cook up a mess of food that's right and uh i mean there's a whole section at soldier field where there's nothing but winnebago's and these people really do it up really it's it, it's fun to hang out with and, and if you show up and you're interested and, and you know the cool part is is a lot of these guys know my website so uh i wear my amazing ribs ball cap and shirt and uh, a couple of them recognize me, and they invite me in, so I get to eat. That's the way to go. <laughs> eat a little bit of that so. stuff. Now, uh, so that was the Go Galley, and then you had another cooker that you were looking yeah. to talk about for tailgate. This is the whole other end of the extreme. This is called the Cook Air, and it weighs 13 pounds. And that's it there. It's 13 inches high, and it weighs 13 pounds. Um, you, it runs on um, 4D batteries. And it's really an amazing tool. Um, it has become my favorite steak cooker at home. Now, it's just my wife and I. It's, it's you know, that's about 12 inches across the top. But it is, it burns wood. It doesn't burn charcoal. Hmm. And in fact, I've been burning Mojo Bricks. I don't know if our buddy from Mojo Bricks is in the audience tonight. But uh, yep, there he is. I burn mo yeah, okay. I burn Mojo Bricks in it now. Um I had a bunch of oak wood flooring, untreated oak that I burned until that ran out, and uh, uh, I burn mojo bricks in it now. Can you show me the next slide? Yeah, hold um, on one second. Let me go back over there. Yeah, yeah. This is the fire pot under the grate. Um, there's a little pot. It's a, uh, like a, a Foster's beer can. It's bigger than a regular beer can, and that's where the wood goes, and it's got lots of little holes in it, and there's like a hairdryer blower underneath so you it starts up pretty quick and then it blows a lot of air through there once the wood is on fire it burns and it burns hot um and uh i i've measured the temp on the cooking surface at a thousand degrees really and it get and it gets up to a thousand in five minutes so you light that mojo brick it takes about three or four chunks uh, or oak wood flooring or whatever else you want to stick down in there. And and in about five minutes, you're at 1,000 degrees, which is restaurant heat yep. for steak cooking. And it puts a mighty sear on it. How, how um, does it start? Like, how do you start the wood? Um, you can put a piece of um, cardboard down in there and light it. They ship it with um, a little piece of... It's like paper that's been saturated in paraffin uh -huh. um, that you light uh, when that runs out. I've been using cardboard. Um, just, you know, you need to get a fire started. And then because the blower is so efficient, it catches the wood. And Mojo Bricks really burn well on it. Show, show me another picture or two. 
Um, Here's the great this is what it looks like with the top on. Now, this is when it's fairly new, and you can see there's a circle there where it's really hot in the center. Yeah. That's where it's 1,000 degrees. And so if you're overcooking, you can push things off to the edge. It'll only do like a couple of steaks or maybe three or four, depending on the size of them at a time. Remember, it's only about a, a foot across. Um, uh, but it, it, it is burgers. Oh, gee, any, any kind of red meat where you want a really good, dark, crusty sear. And it's got these little tiny wire grates. So it's really easy to get a dark brown sear edge to edge without getting grill marks. I, we've talked about this before. I am not a fan of grill marks. I want edge to edge brown, all the same color. And this baby does that really nicely. I'll show the uh, next slide. All right, here we go. This is a, what it looks like after burned. It, it is so efficient. Wow. There is nothing left but that ash. Very little ash. I mean, since you're not burning charcoal, there's no binders or anything. That's the ash that's left. Maybe two tablespoons after, um, you know, I mean, cooking a couple of one inch. I don't try. I don't cook really thick steaks with it. Um, steaks and lamb chops, maybe an inch, inch and a quarter thick is what I do with it because I get a gorgeous sear and beautiful medium rare in the center. I don't put a lid on it. I just rotate the, turn them, flip them, flip them, flip them. It's, it, this, by the way, costs around 200 bucks. Is, Not bad. Is it something that is easy to refuel during the course of your cook or is it something yeah. that you can't or, and how long can you cook on one like load? Um, one load of wood in that little cup burns out in about 15 minutes. But oh. I just keep – it's very easy to lift the top and throw in more wood. Really easy. And so you just keep stoking the fire. You don't go far because it's so hot. You're going to stand there and turn and turn and turn. So you bring yourself a beer and you just stand there and turn. And, and I, I don't know if you guys have read some of – yeah, there you go. There's a couple of uh, uh, strip steaks on there right now. It looks great. Um, and, and they're gorgeous. Um, uh it really uh there's flame there's flame and there's and it puts down see one of the problems with cooking steaks depending on how you cook them they don't always get a lot of smoke flavor because they're not on the grill long enough yeah. you know i mean everybody talks about charcoal it's got all this wonderful flavor and gas grills you can get the sear burner but there you know i mean if you're doing a steak right um you're not getting a lot of uh, smoke flavor. Now, I'm a big fan of reverse sear for thick steaks, yeah. um, and, and that you can get some smart, some some flavor into. But this sucker puts a wood flavor on it on every piece of meat. And in fact, I don't even use it for other meats like chicken and stuff because it actually can put a little bit too much wood into them. But it has become my frontline red meat toy and uh just for the wife and i whenever i've got a good steak and i won't cook cheap steaks i just cook good steaks um it, it really turns out restaurant grade meat every night uh, i just love this baby and for a portable for a, um, a tailgater if it's a small group um just my nephew and i went uh to a bears game a couple of weeks ago and uh, we just sat there and lit this sucker up and uh, did, did did a couple of strip steaks and uh um, had a couple of side dishes, and uh, it was just great. It's perfect for a small group. All right, so, you know, as you said, both ends of the spectrum, the big deal and the big daddy with the go galley. Yeah. And uh, the cook air for the more uh, small footprint type of tailgater out there. Uh, yeah. Other important things one might need to consider the last uh, minute or so here. 
Yeah, I, I, we're a little short tonight on time. So uh, there's another. I just came to my attention recently. They're sending me one to play with. I haven't played with it yet. An outfit named Party King Grills. And they make, uh, and if you go to tailgates, you've probably seen these kind of things. It's got a, uh, an articulated arm that attaches to your trailer hitch, and the grill sits on it. And it swings out and back and out and back. And, and they're smaller. They're you know, probably big enough for um, 20 burgers. Um, and, and they're in the mid-price range. I haven't tried one yet, so I can't speak. But uh, they're Party King Grills. PartyKingGrills.com. And they look pretty neat. Oh, boy, you are on it tonight. You man. got it. You are just on it. PartyKingGrills.com. And uh, they have a variety of sizes and shapes, and uh, uh, those look pretty neat. I've seen their product at the games, and, uh, you know, really handy. Uh, just attach it to your um, trailer hitch, and away you go. So uh, those are uh, three good options uh, at three different price points. Neat machines, and uh, just make sure you have a good uh, checklist. You can start with mine and copy and paste. And uh, make sure you, uh, uh, you know, uh, competition guys know about one tablespoon of um, bleach to a gallon of water um, makes a pretty good cleaning solution. So you can clean the tops of your cutting boards and your knives and wipe down stuff. That's a good thing to bring. Another tip is um, label your coolers so that people aren't always opening your meat cooler while they're looking for a beer. Uh, keep your meat cooler closed. Um, keep your meat uh, cooler separate from your beer cooler, of yeah, course. Yeah. Good, good advice Lord. there. Good advice there. Um, and, uh, um, you know, have fun. Uh, I, 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 I think the, the games are just as much about fun with friends and food as they are about football. And I love my football. Absolutely. Uh, Meathead is at AmazingRibs.com. He has broken down the uh, art of tailgating, giving us some great tips and some cookers to look at, too, if you're looking to add some things to your arsenal. Uh, if you have any questions, obviously you can find him at AmazingRibs.com. He's answering emails. You can find him on social media. Uh, mostly available all the time. So, uh, Meathead, always appreciate the time, and we'll look for you again next month. Always good to be with you, Greg. Take care. Thank you, Meathead. There he is. It's uh, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. And uh, as I said, uh, if you have not checked out the website, not only are you doing yourself a disservice, but possibly, quite possibly, friends, family, and the like. Uh, AmazingRibs.com, a great website and uh, quite a useful tool with all the information that he has socked away. I think he said uh, last time he was on a month ago that like a thousand pages of cached material. Is it cached? No, there's a different one. Indexed material. Check it out, amazingrib.com. All right, gang, let me talk to you quickly about Tasty Lakes Barbecue Supply, trusted online retailer, longtime supporter of this show. I'm speaking with Fred quite often these days, and he wants to make sure that I let you know a bunch of things. Uh, first of all, he's carrying a bunch of different cookers, Green Mountain Pellet Grills, Big Green Eggs, Kamado Joe Cookers, Meadow Creek Cookers, also spices and sauces, accessories, much of these items ready to ship to you directly. They're in stock. Uh, for instance, the Oak Ridge Brines and Rubs. Have you been looking for those uh, Plowboys rubs and sauces? How about the Smoke on Wheels products? Tasty Licks has them all. Also has the rub that won Harry Sue KCBS Team of the Year in the chicken category. Harry Sue's new chicken rub. Now, maybe you're looking for injections. Tasty Licks carries all the heavy hitters here as well. Butcher's Barbecue, Cosmos, Q, every type of barbecue guru and their associated accessory. 
Tasty Licks is a Green Mountain Grill pellet dealer, as I mentioned just a couple minutes ago, and as Fred says right here on the show, they provide classes to the public as well, right there in person. Fred teaches a lot of these, but he's also bringing in some of the top pit masters across the country for their competition cooking classes. Uh, also, uh, people that might not have anything to do necessarily with the barbecue industry, uh, pizza makers, pizza experts, dough makers, dough experts, whatever. He's giving all sorts of classes, so if, if you're just not a barbecue and a griller, but you have some appetite for some other cookery or uh, culinary experiences, make sure you check them out, tastylicksbbq.com. And attention teams, Tasty Licks wants to be your competition headquarters. All supplies for competition teams, pans in different sizes, aluminum trays, gloves, thermometers, turning boxes for practice. Make it your one-stop shop. I mean, he's asking you, I'm asking you, make it your one-stop shop, Tasty Licks. BBQ.com is the place to go. So head on over right now and enjoy all those videos that Fred puts up on his page. They seem a little weird at first, but once you get to realize the ebullient nature of the smoking guitar player, very funny, but more importantly, very educational. And don't forget the Tasty Licks carries their own line of rubs and sauces as well. Got to try those. When you order, drop Fred a line that you heard about him here on this show. Let him know his support of the show is appreciated, and you're returning that favor by ordering from him. That's TastyLicksBBQ.com. TastyLicksBBQ.com. All right. Here's your warning. Tell all your friends. Tell all your neighbors. Pit Barrel Cooker giveaway time. Next segment, but coming up out of the break, your chance to win a Ted Daigle, a, a Daigle family company sauce, rub, hot sauce giveaway. But Pit Barrel after that. Get this number ready, 877-448-0433. You're going to need it. Stick around for the winner of this quick competition right now. Now's the time on the show where we get stuff away, yeah. It's free and you don't have to pay a thing, that's why it's free, yeah. Alright, the first thing that you can win tonight, from Ted Daigle, from the Daigle Family Company, giving away one of their party packs. Uh, two more left. We're giving away two... Th- that was two... Uh, one more left after this. This will be the third one we've done, I believe. Uh, their website is CajunSweetAndSourSauce.com. This stuff is knuckle-licking good, too. I started to actually try some of the ones he sent up to me, the uh, Applewood Jalapeno. Not too bad. Uh, you'll get one each. Their sweet and sour original sauce, the pecan garlic sauce, Applewood Habanero, sweet and sour spicy. And their sauce with the most heat, sweet habanero. You can also uh, you also get a bottle of their Cajun Grillin' Blend barbecue rub, and also a bottle of their hot sauce, which I've come to find out. Wow. Website again, Cajun Sweet and Sour Sauce.com, all spelled out. All you have to do is send me an email in the subject line Meathead is Meathead. Meathead is Meathead for your chance to win the Ted Daigle Family Company Sauce and Hot Sauce Pack. Good luck. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, Let's go! I'm an outlaw. Give me two shots. We don't need a radio. Bring a jukebox. For my outlaws, bring 
me three shots. We can raise hell before the speed stops. I'm a whiskey drinking SOB if you don't. All right, we are back. 877 448 433 Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. And the winner of the sauce is uh, Chris Sorrell. Chris Sorrell. You win, Chris. Uh, Chris, send me an email. And in the subject line, put uh, sauce winner. I will put you here on my sheet of record so I don't forget you. Congratulations. All right, uh, your chance to win, if you want to win, uh, start calling in now, 877-448-0433, 877-448-0433. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to play uh, for a win of a free pit barrel cooker. This is the segment that you're going to be doing it. We're going to play winery or rehab. You're going to call in. I'm going to put you up. If you, When you call in, if you hear me say, uh, who's this, you're on. There's only one line. You hear everything that's happening. Uh, so when I say, who's this, just say where you're from, and you know we'll be off and running. I'm talking to you. If you can hear me when you call, I'm talking to you. Uh, and then, So let's go ahead. Let's race right over to the phone. First caller in. Who's this? Uh, David Brosina, Warren, New Jersey. All right. Dave is in the seat. We're talking to you, Dave. How are you, Dave? I'm great. How are you? All right. I'm doing very well. We're going to play a uh, little game here that's going to allow you the opportunity of a free pit barrel cooker if you do it correctly. Uh, so here's what we're going to be doing, Dave. And let me uh, explain it to everybody here in case you don't make it. The game is called Winery or Rehab. I'm going to give you the name of either a winery or a rehab. And when I ask you, you have five seconds to answer the question, winery or rehab. Sounds pretty simple. You think you can do it? I hope I can. All right. Uh, you have to get two in a row correct in order to win this prize. Uh, let me go. Where is my music at? Uh, I have special game show music as well. Oh, that's not it. Son of a bitch. Oh, what did I do with it? What did I do with it? I know it was right here. Isn't this it? Oh, boy. No. Oh, boy. Price is Right music? Mm, no, it was way more cooler than that. Okay. You but, used to use that, right? Uh, Yeah, I, I used that. I used uh, some other music as well. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. You, you have anywhere to go, or can you hang out for a second? Oh, uh, I can win a pit barrel cooker. I got all night. <laughs> all right. No doubt about it. All right, let's go to the library. Let's go to music. And... The name of this one is called Robin. Something Robin. Robin, Robin. There it is. Robin's Nest. Oh. All right. Here we go. Now I know this is going to work. That's the segment. You might have uh, recognized this as being a cocktail time music. I thought it would make good game show music. All right, David, are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Uh, question number one for winery or rehab. <clears throat> Pat Ranch. Pat Ranch, winery or rehab? Rehab. Oh, no! We suck again! <laughs> oh. Sorry. Pat Ranch is a winery. It's just that easy, folks. Or it's just that hard. All right. Who are we talking to? Rob. Who is this? 
Rob, is this the barbecue show? Is this the monkey show? <laughs> no, hey, turn your uh, turn your music down and, and back you there. You're getting an echo. I got you. Got it. All right. Ready to play uh, winery or rehab? Is this Brad? You said right. Yeah, Rob. Oh, Rob. Sorry, Rob. Is this Rob Bass? Yeah, that's right, boss. Rob Bass, born to get nasty. Are you internationally known, Rob? I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone. Oh, now we're talking. Very good. You've <laughs> probably never heard that before. All right, winery or rehab. Uh, here's how the game works, Rob. I'm going to uh, give you a name. You're going to tell me either winery or rehab. have to get two correct. And you have to give me the answer after each name within five seconds. No cheating on the Googles. Are you ready? Right on. Right on. All right, here we go, Rob. The Ridge. Winery or rehab? Winery. Oh, no! We uh-huh. suck again! No. The Ridge is a rehab. Wow. See, a little harder than you thought. A little harder than you thought. All right. Uh, who do we got here? Hey, Greg, it's Don G. Seems like old times. Hey, Don G made it back. All right, Don, how are you, buddy? Real good. What's going on? I'm uh, just trying to give away a pit barrel cooker. A little more difficult than it's proven out to be, I bet everybody thought. All right, uh, we're going to play winery or... I got them wrong as well. All right, uh, winery or rehab. Ready to play? Yep, let's go. All right, winery or rehab, Don? Indian Creek, winery or rehab? Winery. That is absolutely right. It is a winery. Indian Creek is a winery. All right. Winery or rehab. This is for all of the marbles. Split rail. Winery or rehab? Winery. Absolutely right. Don G's a winner. <laughs> How about Harry that? Harry Carey would be proud. I'm telling you, this is fabulous. All right. You win a, a free pit barrel cooker. Don G, obviously, were you just guessing, or are you a, a sommelier in your spare time, Don? No, I I was guessing. Sorry. Right. Hey, don't apologize for winning, Don. I mean, this is all a part of the prep. took four people to get to you before that. Anyway. All right, uh, so, cool. Don, here's what you're going to need to do. You need to send me an email, subject line, pit barrel cooker, and then send me your shipping address, send me a phone number, send me your name, uh, and if I need anything else, I will make sure that I get in touch with you. But I believe it was a name, address, and I will need a phone number because uh, I believe that's for uh, how they ship it out. Uh, and uh, no word. Don, have you liked Pit Barrel Cooker on the Facebook? Because you got to like him on the Facebook to qualify. Y- yes, I have. All right, perfect. Don Geiger is in, winning the first Pit Barrel Cooker, a three-week giveaway. Uh, so I'll be interested to hear what you think once you get in your hands. Don, thanks for playing, buddy. Woohoo! Have a great one. Don G, winner. And he wasn't kidding when he said, just like old times. You would rec- if you're a fan of the show, you would know that Don uh, brings it when it comes time to win stuff. So uh, congratulations to Don for uh, getting in, getting lots of kudos in the chat room. Of course, it was my pleasure to be talking to uh, Rob Bass. Absolutely.
Some spell their name with the B-A-S-S. Just... All right. Uh, next week will be a similar game, different in uh, exact uh, business. It's not going to be winery or rehab next week. Next week will be cheese or font, like what you type in, cheese or font. And the third week we are going to round out with athlete or porn star. It's going to be fabulous. Super fun. All right, so congratulations to Don. And uh, thank you very much to Noah Glanville over at Pit Barrel Cookers. It's pitbarrelcooker.com. That's pitbarrelcooker.com. Check them out. Uh, if you have Facebook and you haven't liked them yet, get over there and uh, make sure that you like them because that is a prerequisite in order to win. And uh, we will be very anxious to uh, pick this contest up again next week when we play. Um, uh-oh. Wait a second. Where am I here? 514. I could be way off here. Uh, no, I think I'm all right. Here we go. Broadcasting live from the yeah, 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 yeah. Dig out. Mm. I don't know where I'm at here. I guess we'll see. Maybe I got to go back here. Pitbarrelcooker.com, pitbarrelcooker.com. Check them out. We'll play again next week when we play cheese or font. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be funny. And fun. I think people thought they were just gonna first caller in was gonna get right up and win it. No, absolutely not. Top of the hour coming up. Uh, before we get to those shenanigans, let me talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show, the Barbecue Guru, located in Warminster, Pennsylvania. Creators of automatic pit temperature control technology, hands down, cannot be argued. They are the creators of this technology. Why would you buy one from anywhere else? You've got some new ones coming out on the market. Save your time. Save your money. Save your energy. Stick with the flagship standard of pit temperature control devices on the market today. Uh, maybe you're a busy working professional, or perhaps you are constantly on the run with kids and doing errands. Quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperatures. I understand. Guru allows you to throw on some pork butts or some briskets, a couple slab of ribs maybe, whatever it is. You're off to do whatever you need to get done, and the Barbecue Guru maintains your pit temperature at whatever temperature you have set at. There are currently four different models to choose from, maybe five. The CyberQ Wi-Fi, selling like hotcakes. The CyberQ2, the DigiQ DX2, the newest unit, the PartyQ. And uh, the PartyQ at $129 for most cookers, $10 more for the Kamado style. Easiest point of entry into the pit temperature control device arena, a self-contained package that runs on AA batteries. In the market for a cooker, look no further than the Onyx Oven. The Onyx Oven has been winning on the competition circuit as well as in backyards all over the country. This fully insulated unit... Holds a ton of meat, accommodates half and full pans for food service, works seamlessly with any of those barbecue guru pit temperature control devices. So do yourself a favor, head on over to thebbqguru.com and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly at 800 288 Guru. That's 800 288 GURU. They'll make sure you're fitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Again, the number 800 288 Guru. Or the website, thebbqguru.com, the Barbecue Guru, a breakthrough in barbecue technology. We are coming back to wrap up the first hour. Thanks again to Noah Glanville for the very fun 
uh, winery or rehab segment, giving away a free pit barrel cooker. That will happen the next two weeks as well. But remember, you got to be listening live, and you got to like their Facebook page. Stick around. We'll be right back. Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we are back. Congratulations to Don G for winning the inaugural Pit Barrel Cooker giveaway that we did uh, this past segment. Uh, Once again, thanks to uh, Noah and the gang over at Pit Barrel Cookers for donating the prize this week, next week, and the week after. So uh, you didn't win the 17th. You have the 24th. You have the 1st as well to win a free Pit Barrel Cooker. It's going to be great. Um, Make sure that you have your cheese knowledge together for next week make sure you have your type font together for next week and then the week after that make sure that you have your sports stars ready and then make sure that you are on top of the porn star game as well gotta know the names in order to get the free pit barrel cooker if you want to jump in the show tonight you can do it 877-448-0433 you can also email the show greg at the bbqcentralshow.com I do want to thank Meathead for joining me this past hour and the 914 segment. Uh, we talked about uh, three different styles of cookers that you might want to consider if you're in the tailgating portion of the world. I mean, look, if, you, if you're in either college football, and I don't want to speak out of school because I'm not necessarily a tailgater because my desire to go down and uh, take part in any type of activity with the Browns right now is about 0%. I don't even want to go down to drink. I mean, I, I would. But I don't want to load up all my gear and get down to the muni lots and hang out with a bunch of people that probably want to fist fight me because they're angry that we've sucked for 20 years. But if I was going to, you know, I would entertain some of these items that uh, Meat had brought off tonight. Look at some of those cookers. Grills. Especially the little one, that Cook Air. I believe that was linked up in the instant chat. A thousand degrees for something that runs on like the mojo brick cubes. I, I mean, that's not going to take a full size mojo brick, I don't think. It could be way off base. But I think he's talking about those little like flavor cubes, whatever they call them. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. So, all these people calling in trying to win the. That guy tried to call back. Oh, he lost and he was trying to call back. I don't know if the if the pro like you know you pit pros and you pit college teams against each other as far as who has the better tailgate. You're probably looking at uh, potential fisticuffs. A lot of people, especially down in the SEC portion of the country, I'm not so sure about the California side of things. But typically, you know, the Cali guys get a little 
a stigma attached to just kind of being out in the sun and, you know, rather be surfing or doing anything other than attending a sporting event, even on their pro side. But you get out here into the heartland, the Midwest, the breadbasket down south, obviously, as I said, in the SEC. Tailgate is a huge part. Um, I think the one that they have down in Florida with the Gators is called the world's biggest cocktail party every Saturday. People take their cook. What? I said cocktail. Yeah. Biggest cocktail party. <laughs> My wife is down for the biggest cocktail party ever. See you laugh. Yes. I'm always going with my cocktails. Uh, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Uh, he did also mention if you go to the AmazingRibs.com website, I think in the search in, uh, the search bar or the search engine bar of his website, if you type in a tailgating checklist, uh, the first thing that populates in that search is the, the checklist. It's very extensive. Maybe you don't need everything, uh, but do make sure that if you're going to get out there and you're not a seasoned vet, as it were, when it comes to tailgating, that you aren't mixing coolers. If you're bringing food down, designate one cooler for meat only and keep it aside. And then put drinks in the other one. Put drinks on. And you never, ever want to put drinks and meat, whether it's in Ziploc bags or not, because they'll bust open and leak or whatever. Oh, my God. Uh, Food poisoning, friends. Everybody heard of food poisoning? You put meat and drinks in the same cooler. You are asking for trouble. You're you're pretty much guaranteeing yourself a visit to the hospital from uh, E. coli poisoning and staphylococcus. And nosial farcanal. Uh, I don't even think that last one is right. Uh, we'll step away real quick and reload for the first hour. And uh, when we come back, we have a lot to get to at the very top. Uh, we have Stephen Reichlin coming up at 1014. We have Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue coming up at 1035. We have two more giveaways as well. We have a $20 gift certificate from the Barbecue Superstore. $20, I said. Not the traditional... A $10 that we've been doing. Richard Parker and uh, his business partner decided, we're going to up that ante. We're going to double it. We're going to double down for success. We're going to go $20 gift certificate from the Barbecue Superstore. That's thebbqsuperstore.com. Then, of course, a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice from Jim Elser of Sweet Smoke Q. That's Sweet Smoke and then the letter Q.com. If you can't wait or you feel your odds at winning are low, Make the odds 100%. Go to Sweet Smoke Q Juice, SweetSmokeQ.com and buy yourself your very own bottle. Guaranteed victory right there. All right, uh, again, we'll step away and we'll come right back at the top of the hour. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network.
understand my intention. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, what? We ate 54 wieners. Delicious, Lavernius, shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Ooh. Top men. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Happy to have you here. Now, this, by the way, if you're just tuning in, is the Barbecue Central show. We adjourn here every we meet here. We commiserate here <laughs> every Tuesday between the hours of 9 and 11. You can get in touch with the show, 877-448-0433. You can also email greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. We talk about anything that has to do with the uh, world of barbecue and grilling, our, our live fire cooking, however you want to turn it. Don't forget, still to come tonight, next segment, Stephen Reichland, barbecue grilling icon, icon, multiple-time author, TV host, barbecue cooking class teacher, a novel author that has nothing to do with barbecue and grilling. I always enjoy talking with him. And then uh, Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue will be uh, helping me close out the show tonight and talking about their current win streak they're on and kind of uh, what's happening with them. Uh, don't forget, still to come, giveaway-wise on the show, a $20 gift certificate from the thebarbecuesuperstore.com. $20, not 10 as it had been in weeks past. Jim Elser from Sweet Smoke Q giving away a bottle of the Sweet Smoke Q juice. That all still to come, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, on the show next week... A uh, panel-style segment, Barry Martin and Larry Gain will joining me, uh, Barry Martin. And uh, Larry Gain, obviously, from the Barbecue Grail. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, grills and snobbery of grills and snobbery of people that own grills and uh, a bunch of really cool, nifty stuff. Uh, Larry has a new book that's coming out, so we'll talk to him a little bit about that. I'm so excited to catch up. Uh, well, A, to, to meet and talk with Barry for the first time, but uh, to rejoin and, and catch up with Larry from uh, Barbecue Grail. Also, Robin Lindar's The Grill Girl will be in, and Sam the Cooking Guy in as well. So big show planned for next week. Hope to see you next Tuesday. The Sam's Club series rolled into Hendersonville, Tennessee, this past weekend for the regional round, the, the regional final round. Uh, top 10 teams moving on to the finals in Bentonville, Arkansas, which uh, will literally be next month winning it. And a, uh, a healthy butt-whooping, if I might add, when it comes to the scores and the discrepancy between first place and the rest of the field. Chad Hayden of Moonswine. Wow. Not, the, uh, not a team you've been seeing you know, high above the uh, finishes this year, but if you look uh, back, I believe it was the 19th annual uh, Jack Daniels champion, Chad Hayden was, uh, with Moonswiners. He scored just shy of 700 overall, 697 and loose change. Uh, nearest one to him, Rob Bagby of Swamp Boys at a 685. So you're looking at you know, a 12-point and change win. And by competition standards, especially this year, uh, that is a healthy gap between reserve and grand champion. Uh, the other eight teams rounding out the top 10 that will be moving on to the 
final national round in Bentonville, Arkansas. Kewen and Stewen and Bruin, Uncultured Swine, Dan Hickson and the boys over at Three Eyes Barbecue finished third. Southern Thunder Barbecue finished sixth. Killer Bees Barbecue seventh. Rocky Top Barbecue eighth. Chatham Artillery Barbecue ninth. And rounding out the top ten, Major Q Barbecue. Uh, your score gap from first until tenth, 697 wins it. 675 is good enough for tenth place. So you're looking at a 22-point difference between one and ten. So, uh uh, unlike most of the hotly contested events that we have seen, first to tenth, even first to second, uh, quite a big discrepancy from there. So uh, he really put it on the rest of the field, did Chad Hayden. So congratulations to him, and we'll see how he does in the final round next month. On September 28th, uh, the local or the final local qualifier for Sam's Club will take place in Overland Park, Kansas, and then uh, the regional final will take place on October 12th, so roughly a month from now. Um, a little less than a month from now. And then uh, the Sam's Club Series finale, October 19th. That's the rest of the schedule for Sam's Club, just in case you didn't know, in case you like to follow it. Uh, you have, again, the local qualifier, the last local qualifier of the year in Overland Park, Kansas, on the 28th. Then the regional final will take place on October 12th. And then the culmination of the event will take place October 19th. Folks, if you follow my Facebook page or any of my uh, social media outlets, you found that I almost released the names of the 2013 Barbecue Hall of Fame class last night around 11 o'clock, but I had to go to bed. And uh, this morning, just before 9 o'clock, we talked or, or I unveiled the 2013 Barbecue Hall of Fame inductees, and that took place this morning. If you don't know who got on, uh, who got in, let me tell you. Myron Mixon is in. He's on the pitmaster side. Uh, can anyone possibly give me an argument as to why Myron Mixon should be on? I will. Ar- I will argue you to, de- to the death on why perhaps he should have even been picked over Johnny Trigg after this new revamped uh, three-tiered Hall of Fame type thing that they have going now. Um, Myron Mixon. Uh, Win and has won in KCBS. Win and has won in Florida Barbecue Association. Win and has won multiple times in Memphis Barbecue Network. Probably other sanctioning bodies as well. I don't know how many other pitmasters have. Sure, there's some that have won in the KCBS or in the Memphis Barbecue Network or in the FBA. But very few have not only been able to walk but win uh, multiple times in various sanctioning bodies. And Myron Mixon is one that can actually lay claim to that. Uh, so I think just on that alone, I think he should have been in before uh, Johnny Trigg did last year, but that's just my two cents. Myron makes it in this year, so a well-deserved. Second class of 2013 for the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Ever heard of a guy named George Stevens Sr.? He invented the Weber kettle. Anybody ever used that much? Yeah, and then also founded Weber alongside from that. So, Wow, that's awesome. What is this? looking at something all right that is your business side person in for the 2013 hall of fame again can't argue that um henry ford was the 2012 business entrant into the barbecue hall of fame you know charcoal right 
got to have charcoal. But once you have charcoal, got to have the grill. So, you know, enter George Stevens Sr., Weber Kettle Inventor, and there you go. I mean, it's, it's hand in hand. I mean, when you don't see Weber and Kingford together, right? Um, so no argument from me on the business side of your entrance, your class of 2013. Rounding out the class of 2013. The celebrity side, Adam Perry Lang. So nice to see Adam uh, getting into the Hall of Fame uh, this year. He was just on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, we talked in depth about a number of techniques and things that he's doing. And I will continue to have a issue with the celebrity category. Uh, you know, last year being inducted to the Barbecue Hall of Fame was Guy Fieri. Um, celebrity, yes. Uh, barbecue worthy Hall of Fame celebrity mm. highly debatable highly suspect um, I, I made an argument uh, last year and I would still stand by it that, that it was more of a publicity grab than anything else just to draw people down uh, to that inaugural event uh, to see him in person uh, which from some accounts was, was not really well attended because weather wasn't that great and it was cold and, and whatever I wasn't there firsthand. I'm just giving you some uh, reveals on people that were there to me. If you're going to have a celebrity category, you know, I think you want to keep it up in that echelon of Guy, right? I mean, Guy is a celebrity. If I'm walking down the street with Guy and Adam Perry Lang, 10 out of 10 people are going to know Guy to the right of me. Nobody's going to know me, and there's probably a very good chance that one or nobody is going to know Adam Perry Lang. Now, those of us within the industry absolutely know who he is. Uh, he's one of those, you know, subcultures uh, people that we know and that is doing. And he gets a lot of TV time, and he's written a number of really great books. And he's certainly more than qualified to be in here. But he falls under the weird category of celebrity. So, how do you go from Guy Fieri last year, who is uh, the epitome of celebrity at this point? To an Adam Perry Lang, there is a huge discrepancy in popularity and name recognition and audience pull and publicity pull and all of that stuff. So I continue to think that there needs to be some type of a rework to this category because certainly some celebrities might not deserve, my opinion, might not deserve to be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And some people might not be deserving of a celebrity tag of sorts doesn't mean that they're not great people just means in a recognizability sense or the ability to transcend the industry across markets they don't have that pull yet regardless great choice adam perry lang very happy to see him in although you know personally speaking i probably would have rather have seen uh i would have rather seen steven reichland first before anybody else but again, you know, there's the whole celebrity thing. Whatever. Meathead. Greg, last year you bitched about Guy. Now he's now he's a stand. Well, we're talking about celebrity. You have to take it in the terms of context. Celebrity. What are we doing? Are we picking a celebrity? No, not saying he's a slouch. I'm just saying if we're walking down the street, who's knowing who? That's celebrity, right? Absolutely. All right. Uh, let me talk to you quickly about the eye grill. It's a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that pairs with your Apple or Android device using the free iGrill Pro app, which can be downloaded in the iTunes App Store and Google Play Store. 
The Bluetooth range is up to 200 feet, so you can monitor your food from practically anywhere in your house. This gives you the free time to do what you want with the assurance that your food is being cooked perfectly. Go watch the football game. Have a beer. Have five. Have six. Have seven on me. Mow the lawn. Might be the last couple times you do it if you're living where I'm living. It's starting to get cold. You can tell by the pullover. The hoodie. iGrill has your food covered in this situation. The iGrill has dual probe capability, so you can monitor two different pieces of meat at once. You can also measure the ambient temperature of your smoker or grill using the ambient temperature probe that can be purchased at i. The letter I, Grill, G-R-I-L-L, Inc., I-N-C, iGrillInc.com. Now, within the app, you can set minimum and maximum temperature settings. If your grill or smoker gets too hot or cold, your smart device will alert you. Special note, enter promo code CENTRAL, C-E-N-T-R-A-L, CENTRAL, at checkout for 15% off everything that you order at iGrillInc.com. Not anywhere else. You get the 15% off everything at i the letter i grill inc inc.com don't forget they also offer free shipping on all orders over 50 dollars so you buy an i grill you get it shipped to you for free dead bang the free i grill app for ios has facebook integration so you can upload pictures of what you're cooking right to the i grill facebook page the app also has a globe feature that shows you along with all the other i grillers around the world you can also use the graph to monitor the speed of which your temperature is rising man Real nice. MSRP, $80. You can save 15% off your entire order when you go to iGrillInc.com. That's iGrillInc.com when you enter promo code CENTRAL. iGrillInc.com. We're back with Stephen Reichlin right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, uh, 877-448-0433, Greg, at WBQCentralShow.com. Uh, joining me now, someone you will start seeing a bit more of here on this show as uh, the show rolls on, a multiple-time author, a TV show host, a barbecue and grilling class instructor, esteemed judge of food at various competitions. Let's welcome back to the show one of the most recognizable people in our industry and a uh, friend of this show. Stephen Reichel. Stephen, how are you, bud? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing absolutely fabulous, Stephen. Appreciate you asking. Uh, you know, I want to ask you a couple quick questions here before we get into uh, some of the, the topics that we were kind of outlining for our discussion tonight. And, you know, I might be able or I might be asking you to speculate just a little bit on something that maybe you don't have really great insight on, but let me just come out and, and ask anyway. You know, the world of competition barbecue has really seen huge growth and popularity, especially, you know, even over the last five, six years. But there seems to be this lack of big payouts, especially if you look at some of these other uh, food-related contests. For instance, uh, somebody that you gave me a line on, uh, which was Erin Evanson when she won the Build a Better Burger contest hosted by Sutter Farms. I mean, that was a $100,000 burger that she won. And you look that in comparison to some of these barbecue competitions that are out there where an overall purse might be 
$4,800 or $10,000. And that's not the grand prize. That's paying out, you know, different spots and, and overall categories and stuff like that. How do you think competition barbecue might be able to potentially position itself better to get a, a bigger payout than what they're getting now? Well, I think the uh, the real key is whether there are uh, wealthy industries providing uh, food or drink that can come in and sponsor the contest and get a big PR bang for the buck uh, as a consequence. You cited the Build a Better Burger contest. Well, that's sp- sponsored by the Sutter Home uh, Winery, and it has a very big wine group behind it. And uh, it's not that burgers are, are kind of intrinsically more valuable or more interesting than barbecue. It's just that there's an enormous financial uh, stake in selling wine. It's a very big industry. And uh, that Build a Better Burger contest brings in a lot of public relations. I think also probably barbecue competition barbecue is more diffuse than a contest like that. I mean, when you've got Pillsbury, you know, it's another huge company. Uh, one contest, one time of year, um, kind of the purse can be bigger because it doesn't have to be split up so much. All right, uh, Stephen Reichland joining me here on the show. Um, you know, the past two years have found a actual this, this kind of like new barbecue Hall of Fame happening at the American Royal event uh, now in October. Uh, last year, new inductees were the likes of Gin- Johnny Trigg, Henry Ford, uh, even Guy Fieri. Uh, the 2013 class was just announced this morning. Uh, guys that are making it in this year, Myron Mixon, uh, George Stephen, obviously the, the guy that invented the Weber kettle, and uh, Adam Perry Lang. If I'm, I'm being honest, Stephen, I'm surprised that maybe you haven't been tapped yet. Is that something that even matters to you or, or not even really? Well, you know, uh, kind of what, ter- what turns me on is traveling uh, Planet Barbecue, writing about Planet Barbecue, uh, seeing my books translated into 17 languages, seeing my shows uh, broadcast in North America and Europe and Asia. I mean, sure, I like honors as much as the next guy, and um, you know, I hope someday to, to add that to my list. Uh, but uh, it's really, I would say, more the process and the content that turns me on than the, uh, than the awards. All right, so uh, something really big that is coming up this weekend, and I'm very excited to actually uh, take a look at it. You're doing a, a Barbecue University video course. If you could, maybe explain a little bit about you know how that's going down and some of the things that you're going to be covering. Well, this is a new venture for us. Uh, you know, uh, I, I hope that uh, many of your listeners have been on my website, barbecuebible.com, and if you have in the last couple of months, uh, you know that it's been completely redesigned. Uh, there's a lot more content, a lot more changing content. Uh, and this is part of the overall design, and uh, really to make BarbecueBible.com the, the go-to place for uh, information on all things barbecue. So uh, this will be the first of uh, what we plan to be a large series of educational videos, given the time of year we're focusing on tailgating. Uh, but in fact, um, as with all of my video, all of my TV, it's really about education. I see myself as a teacher, as a writer, um, and I- I'm really trying to 
teach people not recipes, but kind of the techniques, the how-to, uh, and that will be everything from managing a grill, the basics, uh, the basic configurations, three-zone fire, indirect grilling, direct grilling. Uh, yeah, there's some cool recipes. Uh, one of them, uh, by the way, is uh, I'll just tease it. It's uh, it's my version of a Philly cheesesteak. Uh, and you replace the uh, hoagie roll actually with a beef tenderloin. That becomes the, that's the cheesesteak. Uh, and then like all good cheesesteaks that contains cheese and peppers and onions, they're grilled and put on the inside. Uh, so that's the sort of thing we're doing. Uh, you know, I've done uh, three major uh, TV series, uh, two on PBS, Barbecue University and Primal Grill, and one actually in French on Zest TV in uh, in Quebec, and uh, this is a new medium for us. But uh, you know, so much education is happening on the web that we're we're really excited to be uh, opening up what I do on this front. You know, you've been all over the world, as you said. You're traveling, planted barbecue. You had just mentioned that you're doing a show uh, up in uh, French Canadian, uh, the French Canadian area. How big? is barbecue up there? I mean, I know some people that have been on this show that are from Canada that, that do pretty well in the competition circuit, but just from a you know per capita type of a sense, how popular is grilling and barbecuing up there compared to here in the States? Well, it is enormously popular. However, I would say it's probably about 25 years behind where we are in the U.S., and, you know, I started going to, uh, to Quebec City and Montreal about 15 years ago with the publication of my first book in French, uh, How to Grill. Uh, they call it just simply barbecue. And I noticed that there was, no, there was no matter how small a balcony, no matter how dilapidated a terrace, it had a barbecue grill on it. And this sort of light bulb went off, and I thought, you know what, these people are really grilling obsessed. But like America was maybe 25 years ago, people tended to grill the same uh, three foods over and over, namely sausage, hot dogs, hamburgers, maybe steak. Uh, and what I did was with the show, which is called Le Maître du Grill, the Grill Master, is I tried to kind of broaden people's appetites and horizons. And, you know, I showed how to cook vegetables on the grill, shellfish on the grill, fish on the grill, uh, things that weren't done in Quebec. And I can happily tell you now, because I was just up there about a month ago, uh, that uh, they, you know, they've caught the bug, they have the fever, they've swallowed, uh, sw sw swallowed the big hook, line, and sinker. And uh, there's, there's just tremendous enthusiasm about barbecue and grilling in uh, Quebec. But, you know, it's not just Quebec. I mean, in Germany, there are very serious barbecue competitions, uh, and German grill masters are marrying traditional dishes and techniques, uh, for example, uh, something called Schwenkplatten, where you cook over a very distinctive swinging grill over a beechwood fire. And those techniques are being married to uh, traditional American Southern, American Texas style techniques, uh, smoked meats. Uh, ditto for Holland. Uh, Scandinavia has been a grilling obsessed uh, part of the world for a long time. The French are even getting into it. So, uh, you know, I, I see nothing but growth around the world. Stephen Reichland joining me here on the show. Again, the website, barbecuebible.com, B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E. -E. He spells it the right way, just like me, barbecuebible.com. Uh, Stephen, 
football season is obviously upon us. We've finished uh, week two of the NFL. Uh, we're in, I think, three weeks now into the collegiate scene. Obviously, that goes hand-in-hand in, hand in a lot of areas, especially where I'm at, down in the south, uh, out there on the west coast, obviously the midsection of the country. Tailgating, you're going to be doing uh, this thing over the weekend on tailgating. But as far as you know, some tips, and it's kind of seemed like to be an unplanned theme of tailgating tonight, some things that you like to take into consideration to make sure that you're not only able to provide a good tailgate, but enjoy your own tailgate as well. Well, I'm glad you said that. And enjoy is a very important thing because uh, I think a lot of people who tailgate, you know, one or two people get sort of stuck behind the grill and never get to uh, to look up. But, um, you know, I've evolved a series of strategies. I mean, number one, be organized. That's super important. Make a list. Make it twice. Uh, remember that when you're in a tailgating situation, you can't just run inside the kitchen. Uh, number two, I sort of choreograph a tailgating meal as follows. I always build it around a big hunk of protein. Uh, that might be a brisket. It might be uh, a pork shoulder or a... Uh, or a leg of lamb, or a beef shoulder clod. The idea is that, first of all, the split, the the, the timing is much less split second. You can cook cook it ahead and pull it off an hour before the party actually starts. Uh, you cut it up. I mean, it's very magisterial to cut up a uh, a big. A uh, hunk of meat, remember, to uh, lead the tribe, you have to be able to feed the tribe. And uh, so, so that's that's kind of the core of the meal. Then I always do uh, a big platter of grilled vegetables. And, uh, you know, I know for some members of the tailgating uh, community, vegetables are kind of an afterthought. I mean, but for me, vegetables taste great on the grill. Uh, you can cook them ahead, serve them at room temperature. They're very colorful. The eye goes to it. They're healthy, uh, particularly this time of year. You know, with fall farmer's markets, you get just incredible oh, yeah. uh, vegetables. So there you go. With two of the two, kind of half of your meal, you solve the problem of cooking it and serving it uh, virtually before you even start. Then always do something hot off the grill, it might be poppers, it might be grilled garlic bread, uh, something participatory, you know, where people can gather around the grill. Uh, You know, I I mean, for me, a tailgating party without bratwurst or some kind of sausage uh, seems incomplete. Uh, I use a slightly iconoclastic uh, technique. Uh, I indirect grill the brats. Uh, I do it on charcoal. I toss wood chips on the coals. So in effect, you're smoking the brats as well as indirect grilling them. No flare-ups, no split casings. Uh, all the juices stay in the bratwurst. Uh, you know, I would put an indirect grilled bratwurst up against a direct grilled bratwurst any day of the week. Stephen Reichland joining me here on the show. Uh, is that a mistake that a lot of people make when they're cooking the bratwurst? I mean, obviously you think of brats and, and burgers and hot dogs as those staples of doing a tailgate wherever it is, uh, NFL or college. But, you know, getting the cases to bust, is that a common mistake that uh, a lot of grill people are out there doing at a, at a, at a municipal lot, if you will? Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, you know, I'm not saying you can't d- direct grill a sausage. I mean, in fact, most of the world's grilling people do direct grill. Uh, but a couple things. I mean, one, you don't want to use a barbecue fork to turn bratwurst on the grill because you poke holes in them and out will flow uh, fatty juices that will catch fire. 
Um, two, you want to work over a moderate fire. Three, very important, you want to leave uh, a third to a half the grill food free uh, so you have room to maneuver. Where people get into problems, you know, it's very, it's real guy behavior. You cover every square inch of the grill grate with, uh, with food, then when you get flare up, there's no uh, room to maneuver. But if you've never tried this indirect method with a handful of wood chips on the uh, coals, try it. Uh, you'll thank me for it, and you'll get to see it on Sunday at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern day, Eastern time. Stephen Reichlin joining me here on the show. BarbecueBible.com is the website. You know, uh, Stephen, this, I guess this may or may not apply to tailgating as well, but, you know, seasons are starting to change. Uh, this is the first time that I can remember where I've done the show in recent memory where I have a, a hoodie sweatshirt on because it's going to be dipping down somewhere in the middle 40s. So it's going to be getting colder. Man, you here. are so lucky because I'm talking to you in Miami, and uh, you know, for <laughs> us, a dip in the temperature is uh, 89 degrees instead of 92. Well, uh, my parents live down on the the Gulf side, so you know, I hear about how cold it's getting when it's 60 degrees. So you know, I, I, I certainly yeah, yeah, experienced yeah, something know. else. But you know about you know, firsthand about all of these different climate changes and things that happen during the course of the year, and just because the seasons are changing doesn't mean the frequency of your outdoor cooking has to as well. Uh, maybe a, a couple tips on the changing weather and and how it maybe shouldn't affect your frequency of grilling. Well, that's a great example. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, um, remember if it's cold out, food takes longer to cook, grills take longer to heat up. Uh, you know, fall doesn't present, well, as if you're working, you know, low and slow and you're trying to smoke at 225 in a, uh, a thin walled cooking vessel like a kettle grill, you know, and you wake up and there's frost on the ground, uh, it's going to be harder to maintain that temperature. One thing I'll do in that instance is I'll have an extra kettle grill full of, full of coals. So I ever always have hot coals to restoke the grill with, um, uh, you know, Another thing, this is just a sort of weird psychological thing, but uh, when it's really cold out, sometimes you forget that a grill is hot because you're cold. So, you know, I've noticed people have a tendency to burn themselves more in cold weather grilling than hot weather grilling. But that's that's really, you know, once we get to the winter grilling in the snow, and I'd love to talk to you about that at some point in the future. Um, just remember things are going to take longer to cook. You're going to need more fuel. Uh, food will cool off. Uh, faster when it comes off the grill. So take all that in mind. By the way, since we're talking about change of seasons, uh, never mind the techniques. I mean, there's a whole new roster of foods coming in. You know, your summer squashes are moving into your fall squashes. Uh, in many regions, you start to see uh, fresh game, um, which is always exci- always exciting. Game sausages, you know, you can serve a meal that's a little bit heartier. Let me jump here just for a second off of uh, some of the stuff we've been talking about. Let me get into steak cooking just for a second. Uh, I talked with Adam Perry Lang a couple weeks ago, and, uh, you know, he goes a little bit off of uh, the path that you would normally hear about, you know, putting a steak down and and not flipping it until it kind of releases on its own. He likes to tear it a little bit, flip multiple times to prevent momentum from building on one side of the meat. But I guess the thing that I want to get your take on the most is he's very big – on these board sauces, and typically they have some type of a fat in it, like an extra virgin olive oil, to prevent uh, like cooking on the top after the meat is done and kind of laying down that moisture uh, through that fat. Is that something that you kind of subscribe to and, and use as well, board sauces? Well, uh, I would say um, 
that I'm more, I, I do believe, well, let's, uh, whenever you pose a problem, I always think sort of how do people handle it around the world. So uh, the idea of anointing or basting or finishing a steak with a fat is very common, okay? Uh, in France, they use something called a barrel composé, a compound butter. Uh, I actually make four of them uh, under the Planet Barbecue line. Uh, in Italy, a steak would be doused uh, with extra virgin olive oil, and then you actually cut the steak up and you mix the blood and meat juices with the olive oil. Mm. Um, elsewhere, Peter Luger's, they, they actually don't grill, they broil uh, their steaks, the famous steakhouse in Brooklyn. They, they actually pour suet, melted beef fat on top. Mm. Um, but so I, I think that that's a very important element in cooking a steak, but I sort of hesitate, I hesitate to advocate or recommend one sole method uh, for cooking a steak. I mean, uh, you know, last week uh, up in uh, Montreal, I was cavemanning steaks because they hadn't really seen that. That's where you lay the steak right on the embers. Uh, I'm working on a new uh, book, which is coming out in the spring on cooking for men and has a strong uh, indoor element. And I use a technique called, you know, a, a skillet steak that you do it in an oven where you get a skillet screaming hot, you sear the steak on both sides and then finish it in the oven. Um, I, I guess I'm, I, I'm sort of about expanding the opportunities rather than drilling down on single rules. Stephen Reichlin joining me here on the show. You can uh, actually watch and join Stephen in a webcast on tailgating. This will be September 22nd at 4 p.m. Uh, I have actually signed up, so I would encourage you guys to do the same. Uh, Stephen, always appreciate the time, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. I would like that. And, uh, you have a great, uh, great show, Greg. You're a uh, great resource for the uh, barbecuing community, so thanks. Yeah, absolutely, Stephen. Thank you very much. There he is. Stephen Reichlin, you can find him at barbecuebible.com, barbecuebible.com. And, man, if you have ever seen what the sh- what did that website looked like three, two years ago, maybe even less, it's had a lot of yellow to it. Uh, now it's really smooth to read. As he said, a lot of great content. So uh, look for more Stephen Reichlin more frequently here on this show. Uh, we're hoping to uh, get them recurring like once a month. It'll be like uh, a, a good compliment to that meathead guy. So there you go, Stephen Reichlin. Uh, we have a contest coming up out of the break. We have Tim Grant coming up out of the break as well. I want to talk to you quickly about my friend Dave Bosco over Butcher Barbecue. Well known for the injections, right? The pork injection, the beef injection, the prime injection, the bird booster, giving you uh, three times more moisture in your chicken than your traditional brining. You don't want 3%, 3% more than, you know, whatever. It's up to you. You want to go from a uh, 7% hold to a 21% hold? I would get the bird booster. If you want to use the Prime Injection, let me tell you something specifically about it. It has an award-winning flavor enhancer, and it has an ability to keep your brisket juicy. It's combined with the competition standard in beef flavor. And now new website is up and rolling, too. All right. Look at Dave Bosco getting a new web. You just got a new website. Uh, 
All this stuff available for sale right now, butcherbbq.com. Of course, the sauces and the rubs. The steak and brisket rub is great. The, the honey rub, which you saw used a lot while, during his time on uh, Barbecue Pitmasters this year. The premium rub, especially if you're going to inject with butchers. It's formulated to work with the injection. Perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. Of course, the sweet barbecue sauce, which I absolutely love and adore. And so do the family. You know, the wife likes it. The three daughters love it. You can get five people on board with one barbecue sauce. You got something that's good. No easy way out here on this either. Dave took the time to make a quality sauce. That's why I always recommend buy a box of six. It's going to go fast. Uh, no breaking the bank on shipping either. Got plenty of ways to save you money to get it to you. And, of course, the trade-in program going on as well. Uh, maybe you have been burned by some other commercial injection. The scores tumbled. It didn't react the way you wanted it to. Or friends have started to punch you in the throat. Stop the throat punching. Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. Click the trade-in link. Send over uh, what you have from the commercial guy. And Dave will send you back some of his stuff. Because he's a nice guy and he wants you to be happy. His customers be happy and his competition's customers butcherbbq.com that's butcherbbq.com always trust your butcher we're back with tim grant and a giveaway first right after this Second giveaway tonight, the Doubled Up used to be a $10 gift card, now a $20 gift card from the BBQSuperstore.com, the barbecue superstore. $20 in an email that you sent to me, Stephen Reichland Barbecue Bible. Stephen Reichland Barbecue Bible, and you can win a now $20 gift certificate from Rich Parker and the gang over at TheBBQSuperstore.com. Stephen Reichlin, Barbecue Bible. Good luck. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Look at this. i got to show you this. Great. He kicks tires. Little uh, and he lights fires. He's chewing on that. Joe Hayes. Joe Hayes. Look at this guy. Look at this website. That's his own test. As he puts a pig in the pit. I know, Dave, you did this all by yourself, did you? For you. Good. Oh, good for you. All right, I gotta find this guy now. You just sit back and listen to the voice of awesomeness by Joe from OC Barbecue. Five seven nine. This is the one I want to call. And I don't think I have a picture of uh, of Tim up. I, I got him in here somewhere. Tim, 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 Tim. All right, uh, joining me now is the pitmaster of True Bud Barbecue um, on the midst of one of the biggest, baddest win streaks going right now. Let's call it, some might call it four in a row, some might call it two in a row. I call it what it is, five in a row. And we welcome the pitmaster in, uh, Tim Grant. Tim, how are you, buddy? Doing good, Greg. 
Good. I'm uh, glad you have made time for the show tonight, Tim. And, uh, you know, let's get right into it. You are really having uh, quite a quite a great run right now uh, with uh, the whole competition. See, five in a row. Uh, when, is it? Has four been the highest in a row that we have won so far? Well, are you talking about KCBS teams? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess KCBS team, like, you know, just in your competition experience, how many have you won in a row? Um, well, we just this last weekend was our fifth contest in a row. Right. So, um, you know, I don't, uh, you know, we just kind of been on a, uh, kind of been on a roll and, uh, and we took 28 contests, uh, 114. So, I mean, wow. you know, those are numbers that you just can't hardly believe. And, you know, every weekend and week out, you know, Boyd and I sat here and think, you know, what, you know, how'd we fare? And, you know, we know the food's good, you know, how's the judges going to look at it? And, uh, um, you know, we're just getting, uh, you know, we're putting out a good, uh, good product and, you know, the judge and we're hitting the table. So, I mean, it's, uh, we're having a good time. Uh, I'm no mathematician, but 28 contests and you're winning 14. So you're winning at a 50% clip, which is you know, really unheard of in competition barbecue these days. I kind of uh, harken back to the year that uh, Mike Davis had when he was winning, you know, 12 grand championships and 12 reserve grand championships. I mean, it was just unfathomable, and that was a number of years ago. You know, fast forward now, you have all of the new teams that are out there. You have all of the cooking classes that are being given to kind of help ramp up that learning curve that teams don't have to go through now like they did back in the day. Uh, are you surprised that you are clipping at this good of a rate? Uh, we're very surprised, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, at the beginning of the year, you know, we were going to make a heavy push to, for the for the race, and we, you know, a lot of the teams that I've talked to, you know, we really think that uh, um, we thought that the overall um, points would actually go down. You know, like uh, you know, two years ago, Munchen, you know, he won Team of the Year with twenty nine twenty, and then Three Eyes, you know, they had a record uh, year last year with eleven wins and. You know, they're, they they had a twenty eight eighty six, and you know, as we look at all the teams out there, it just seems like you know, as the years go by, at least these last three years, I mean, there's more and more um, great teams out there, not better teams, but great teams, and uh, you know, especially you know, we go up against those guys week in and week out, and it just seems like, uh, you know, how, how could it get any tougher? And so it's really surprising to us. I mean, we're really grateful. Um, to be, uh, you know, you know where we're at, but you know we really didn't think that we would need 2,900 points to win Team of the Year this year either. But uh, you know it's going to take every last point, you know, there's just uh, that that we can possibly get, uh, you know, to stay on top. Tim Grant from TrueBud Barbecue joining me here on the show. TrueBudBBQ.com is the website if you want to check it out here while we're talking. Tim, you know, over the last five wins in a row, where have you been regionally? Have you been kind of scattered across the country? Have you been sticking around that Mocan area, or where are you at in winning? Um, well, we um, we we won the first two uh, um, in Kansas, and then we went to Colorado um, and won uh, the that one, and then we came back, and uh, they were they were in the Kansas, Missouri area as well. Do you think that there's less of a stigma now? Years past, you talked to pitmasters, and they said, you know, if, if I get outside of kind of where I usually compete, uh, I'm either worried that my flavor profile might not hit in that region, or I'm going to try and uh, hit somebody up for, for some advice to see how they uh, 
acclimate their taste buds to competition style barbecue. I mean, is it are we to a point now, whether it's California, whether it's down on the coast of Florida or up in New England, you're going to cook the same no matter what? We're cooking the same no matter what. I'm a firm believer that Kansas City style barbecue is the best barbecue out there. You know, I've cooked on the, uh, I've cooked all over really the uh, the U.S. I haven't really been on the East Coast, but I've I've been to Arizona multiple times. You know, I haven't got anything worse than second in Arizona. I've, I've you know cooked in the Jack, being in Tennessee, being down deep in the South. You know, we're not changing our flavor profile. I think uh, just the the product that we're putting out, um, if it's good food, I, you know, I think we're going to really wow the judges, you know, wherever you're at. I, I just believe that the Kansas City um, barbecue, you know, if I go to another like San Diego or wherever, you know, and you go to a barbecue um, joint, it just lots of people, I believe, when you get out of the Midwest area, um, are hungry for good barbecue. That's my opinion. Um, I know there's good barbecue teams all over the U.S., but I'm just, I, I believe that, um, you know, we've got the best in the Midwest, and that, that's just why I, why I choose to do that, I guess. Tim, last time you were on the show, you made quite a uh, revealing statement, and you said that you thought that perhaps teams were starting to get away from injecting, uh, you know, briskets and uh, pork butts and, and kind of letting the meat stand for itself. Is that something that you are, are continuing to see and hear, uh, or has that started to potentially maybe back off a little bit? Well, I know, I, I know the uh, statement I made and uh, what I was trying to, uh, I think Big Mo was talking about, uh, you know, I think my key of what I was trying to um, propose to teams and or to people was, you know, be careful on how much you inject. Not totally. I do know teams that are not injecting and they're winning. Um, but I also know a lot of teams that are injecting. But the key is how much you inject and what you're injecting into your meat. So, you know, that's that's a very um, key component. You know, you can put too much of that stuff into your meat, and you're doing that, you're really fouling the flavor, and that's going to work against you. And I think that's really what I was trying to say. So when you're injecting, are you just looking to complement a – are you looking to add a flavor uh, or an additional flavor to, to whatever your rubs are, are doing, or is it just more of a bigger window of finish and being able to provide a juicier, more moist product for a longer period of time? It's a, it's a boost for me. It's, it's just kind of like you've got, you know, approximately five seconds to wow that judge. So realistically, you know, it's, you know, if you can, I don't, I, I don't feel like I need a, uh, um, um, an injection to keep the meat moist. Um, for me, it's more about, you know, providing a little bit extra taste to the flavor of the meat and finding that right profile that actually complements the seasoning that you have. Tim Grant joining us here on the show, pitmaster of True Bud Barbecue, uh, currently on a five-contest win streak in a row. Uh, what are some of your basic team flavor profiles? Is it, you know, we've talked on the show a number of times where it seems like you're almost punished as a pitmaster if, you know, everything is kind of uh, starting to vanilla and homogenize together that you hope you have the most non-offensive, similar tasting, but but most non-offensive stuff on the table. Do you feel like that if you tried to get outside the box, you would be punished, even though perhaps in some people's eyes, just because it doesn't taste like everything else, it could be better? Are you talking about uh, everyone else, like the, all the products that I'm cooking or the, all the products that get you against up against other tables, or no, the, you know, the other teams? Like, you know, if... 
I guess the point is you've heard over the last couple of years or so that everybody's cooking the same way and that at some point that's going to have to change. I mean, you just can't cook the same way. People are going to get stale and your mouth is going to get bored or whatever. So somebody's going to have to kind of break out and show something a little bit different. But there's got to be hesitation at this point because of how much it costs to get out there and the expenses involved. You don't want to get like too crazy where you're almost being punished for, for getting outside of the box. Do you think that there's a well, time in the near future where somebody might decide to start stretching the flavors? Well, I think there is one team that's stretching the flavors. So let's just think about that. But there's one team that's stretching the flavors, and that's why that team's on top. So in my opinion, I've seen a lot of, a lot of cooks not wanting to change stuff. Well, one thing that we have done is fine-tuned our product. We're, we are outside the box. We're, we've got new, you know, just, just the things that I'm, we're doing today versus, you know, I see other teams doing or a couple years ago. Um, there's, teams have to make changes. So the barbecue is evolving, and you have to, you have to be open to that. Uh, too many people, I believe, you know, they don't want to make any changes. They don't want to, you know, I've done this forever. It's great. Or they think their stuff's the best. Well, if you're not scoring, then maybe your stuff's not the best. And I'm not harping on anybody. I'm just, that's a reality, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you just have to, I think if you can be open-minded and be willing to change, be willing to make a change, you know, you, you just, it may take a lot of practice. You may, you may have to go through, uh, multiple cooks. You may have to just try different seasons. You may have to try different things. That's you know you have no idea how it's going to turn out. But there's you know if you do that, you know you're going to stumble upon something that might be great. And I I really feel that that's where we're at. Tim, you've been traveling the circuit for a number of years now. This costs a lot of money to do, which I'm still in the impression a lot of ancillary fans of this show don't really realize how much it costs expense-wise to do as many competitions as you and some of the other top teams in the industry are doing right now. You know, you won the competition last week, but, man, if you look to see where that – it was like a $5,000 overall purse. Right. Uh, I mean, right. look, let's be honest, completely pathetic. What can the competition world do to bring in something that has at least a respectable pot – I was talking with Stephen Reichland a little bit earlier, and, and we were talking about a lady who, in July, won $100,000 because she built a, a better hamburger than somebody else. And I'm thinking, with the growth and the popularity and the fact that you don't have to be an elite athlete or in superior physical condition to be good at competition barbecue, how is there not a better payout in this sport, considering how expensive it is? Well. I think, uh, you know, I was talking to some friends um, tonight about this very topic, and uh, um, one key component, if you start raising the payouts, in my opinion, we have got to fix the judging first. You know, I I don't necessarily believe that the payouts should be any different than they are right now. Um, You know, if you start raising the money at these competitions, um, you know, with this new scoring system that they've got, you know, and, and the teams are seeing, you know, well, you know, if that team gets lucky or, you know, I got, I got some good food, but, you know, I won my table and I finished 36, you know, and, and there's a $20,000 payout on the table. 
people are going to just, in my, I think people will leave barbecue. That'll be the fastest that could ever. You know, if we don't fix the judging situation to make it fair for every team out there first before we raise the money, then this sport is going to go downhill. How do you but, how do you, you fix know, that? How do you fix humans? We, we you don't have to fix the humans. Every human is going to have you know be subjective to the taste they're tasting. So, you know, you're the the KCBS right now is keeping track of all the judges, so they know the scoring system. You know, they talked about putting. You know, they talked about um, um, teaching the judges more. You know, let's educate them more. Let's do this. Let's do that. Well, the fact of the matter is, you have to get that judge to go to a class. It's going to cost them money to go to a class. You know, they're already taking time out on the weekends. You know, I don't believe they have to do that. What they what they need to do is the information they're collecting now. You know, they can put a, an average on a judge, so he has an assigned seat when he comes to the contest. So they're averaging the tables. You know, when they're coming, when judges are coming into the contest. So table, you know, table one has an average of 34, 34.3 and table two has an average of 34, 34.2 or something, you know, but right now it's just like they show up and they're just letting people set wherever. So, you know, and then they're tra- keeping track of the average, you know, they're keeping track of the averages on, on that contest, but it's not, you know, it's just showing us cooks that, well, you know, the, you know, it didn't really do any good, but at least now we know that the reason why I, you know, I got 16th or the reason why I got 22nd or 36 and, you know, and something, but, you know, they, so I guess that's my, my opinion. You know, I think that's a way that you could easily fix a bad situation. You know, too many times I hear too many complaints about, you know, you know, well, if only I hadn't hit that table, well, we can make that, we can change that so easy. So that's, I guess that's what I'm suggesting. And, and, and maybe you can progress from there, but that is, that is an immediate thing that we can do that I think that will make a world of a difference. So is this a competition rules committee thing? Is this ultimately a, a board to vote type of thing? How does it potentially get rectified? It's got to be, um, you know, the board has to, um, I'm sure, you know, it's going to take a little bit of work. They're going to have to compile you know, the judges, um, information and send to the organizer, but you know, it's, it's computers. I mean, you know, I do that every day. It's simple. It's just, okay, what judges do you have coming? Okay. Here's your report. Here's where they sit. Um, if you have somebody coming in that's late, you know, we could, they could build a database that people could go look up and say, okay, your judge, you know, number 678. Okay. Your average is 37 or not 37, but, uh, 34 or 33 or 29, you know, oh, I can't put you two 29s together. So, you know, there, there's there's software that can be written easily for this type, um, you know, to, to be put into this system. Um, you know, so is it going to happen this year? I'm sure no. But I hope that people are looking at, you know, where this might, where they can take this, I guess. And and then once, you know, I, I believe once you once you do something like that, then we can start talking about, you know, let's, you know, find sponsors. Let's do something that, you know, promotes barbecue more, you know, and, and start raising these stakes because these cooks are, you know, we're spending money left and right. We're traveling all over the country. Yeah. You know, we're buying the most expensive smokers out there. Let's reward them, I guess, you know, if you're doing great. So let's raise the prize money, you know, the Sam's club and, you know, there's, it draws huge attention because the prize money is so high. But, you know, it's also going to send a lot of people home in a, you know, if, if they don't get nailed the judges correctly, if, 
if the judges um, judge that contest correctly, everybody will go home happy, regardless whether they finish first or 15th or, you know, hopefully 30th. At least they understand why they finished 30th. But, uh, you know, if they don't, and the guy that got 10th could have won it if he had been on a different court table, potentially, you know, that's just creating hard feelings and bad vibes toward the barbecue society. And I've, I'm just, a, I'm really, I guess I'm really afraid about that, I guess. Tim Grant joining us here on the show. Tim, where is uh, TrueBud going to be competing next and looking for six in a row? Um, we are going to Murfreesboro, Illinois. We're cooking on Thursday night in the butt-to-butt um, contest uh, against, uh, I believe, eight other great pork teams. So, um, you know, we've got that on Thursday night. Then we're hitting the contest on uh, on uh, Friday or the Friday Saturday, and then uh, um, and you know we're out of state for uh, probably the next month and a half. So yeah. we're going to. We're going to be on the road um, trying to protect the lead, trying to gain some extra points. So uh, that's our goal. That's our that's, that's our uh, schedule. Check him out in Murfreesboro if you're going to be up there. It's uh, Tim Grant, pitmaster of True Bud Barbecue, and again, the website, truebudbbq.com. Tim, always appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on tonight. Thanks a lot, Greg. Appreciate it. You got it. There he is, Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue, True Bud BBQ, B-U-D, True Bud BBQ. Dot com. I always enjoy talking with uh, Tim, not afraid to share a take or ten on what it's going to take. You know, point taken. You know, Sutter Home, main competition, big money, they're not doing it all the time. There's got to be something. $4,800 for a payout. I don't know about you or me, but you know, I carry $4,800. Come on. Before we tie up tonight, Arno Smokers is a custom pit builder combining innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge, offset, and vault-style barbecue pits. Located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth, Granberry has been home to Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning, both on the design level and the quality of their craftsmanship, to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Now look... Shamrocking Barbecue, yes, with interest, 100% compounded daily. Um, if you're looking for a new barbecue pit, hey, what can I tell you? A lot of manufacturers out there, long waits, long waits. Do yourself a favor. Check these guys out first and then make decisions from there. How about this? Mention you heard about Arno Smokers right here on the Barbecue Central Show and receive an additional discount off the already low price. For more information, follow their link to the Facebook page, which can be found on the Barbecue Central Show website. You can either click on their logo, which is down towards the bottom right, or you can visit the sponsor page or the links page, and that will get you to the Arno Facebook page just that easy. Or if you're an email person, you can go ahead and contact uh, Billy Overton, B-I-L-L-I-E underscore R-O smokers at yahoo.com. Or you can get in touch with Tony Belay, who's also the pitmaster of Lone Star Smoke Rangers. Uh, Tony is T-O-N-Y underscore R-O smokers, R-O, like the word, the letter, R-O. Ricky Osborne, R-O smokers at yahoo.com. And don't forget to check out their Facebook page regularly as well for weekly drawings and giveaways from their barbecue party. So you've heard me say it here before. I give away some stuff on my websites uh, from time to time. Folks over at Arno Smokers have giveaway partners as well. We're going to give away uh, Sweet Smoke Q coming up out of the break. 
you know, they do something similar over there. So uh, hit up their Facebook page. Again, you can find it by going to my website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Click on their logo or visit the links or sponsors page, and that will direct you over to their Facebook page where you can win and find out a lot about their stuff, correspond. You know. You know how it is. R.O. Smokers. Check them out. You'll be happy you did. All right, we're back with a Sweet Smoke Q-Juice giveaway in five seconds. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, I'm just trying to think of what the hell happened. But I got it now. I'm over time right now. Don't worry. Kevin, relax. I got another control. Now the time on the show when you give, give, give stuff away Gonna give it away for free at no cost So get ready to send that email right, 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 right now All right You, my friends, have the option of winning a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q Juice from Jim Elser Sweet Smoke Q Dot com, the letter Q, sweetsmokeq.com. And uh, all you have to do is send me an email in the subject line, True Bud BBQ, five in a row. True Bud BBQ, five in a row. By the way, uh, last giveaway, Scotty Walton won. Scotty! My G5 pilot. Way to go. Way to get in. Uh, but for now, True Bud BBQ, five in a row, will get you a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice. Sweet Smoke, and then the letter Q.com. Sweet Smoke Q. And that is brought to you by Jim Elser from uh, Sweet Smoke Q, the Pitmaster. Good. Oh, oh, oh. Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, let's uh, wrap it up. Looking for a winner for the Sweet Smoke Q Juice, which will probably be in here in just a second. Uh, I do want to thank Stephen Reichlin for joining me this hour and uh, Tim Grant for joining me this hour. Number of great things that will be coming up next week. Plus, don't forget, next week is the second week in a row of the Pit Barrel Cooker Giveaway. We're going to be playing cheese or fonts. You're going to call in at an unspecified segment, which it will remain nameless for now because that you know you got to be listening live. Uh, so during the next week, make sure that you head on over to the Pit Barrel Cooker Facebook page, give them a like, and then if you've never seen it before, go on over to their website, pitbarrelcooker.com. Thanks to Noah uh, and all the gang out there at Pit Barrel Cooker. Uh, by the way, thoughts and prayers going out to them because uh, Colorado's been a mess with all the flooding and stuff. So. I uh, hope Noah's doing very well, and uh, there you go. All right, now we can go ahead and eject. Eject. 
All the way back in the first hour, Meathead joined us. We talked about cookers for tailgating, a list of stuff that you should be taking into account when tailgating. Pros or cows, doesn't matter. Uh, we gave the first pit barrel cooker away to Don Geiger, Boyle Central Life. He got winery or rehab correct after uh, three or four of the people couldn't do it on the first attempt. In the second hour, we had Stephen Reichland. Uh, we talked a little bit about tailgating. Don't forget, he's got a, uh, a web-based show that will be happening September 22nd at 4 o'clock. you got to sign up for that, barbecuebible.com to do that. And uh, then we finished the show with Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue, truebudbbq.com. Talked about a number of things, uh, what's working well for them, uh, flavor profiles that he sees changing or not. Evidently, they're changing for the better. What can we do about prize money and uh, then judging? So there you go. If you miss any part of the show, you can always get the replays on podcasts at the website, thebbqcentralshow.com. You can also subscribe to iTunes. You can uh, use the uh, RSS feed if you have a podcatcher of choice, whatever it is. Uh, if you use raw cast iron, reseason it each and every time. Please do it. Hit a little bar, uh, broom or a brush and then hit some Crisco or Pam on it. Let's burn back in, reseason it each and every time. Generations of rusty service. Also, September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Reffy. Good night.